You're listening to Post Dramatic Stress, hosted by Charlotte D. A weekly podcast to connect creatives and communicate about the highs, lows, and laughs of being in a creative industry. This is the very first Post Dramatic Stress podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, This is my baby. I'm very excited about it. Um, and I'm hoping this space will be a really useful space for creatives in Perth or not just Perth but in Australia and globally and I'm hoping that um, it's just going to be a forum where people can connect and communicate and share. Um, I think the creative industry can be really amazing and wonderful and interesting but I also think it can be this really isolating, sometimes scary place where Um, we don't often connect and talk so I'm hoping that this podcast and this space will be somewhere where people can do that and tune in and have somewhere where they can feel that there is someone out there that feels just the way they do or is just as unsure as they are or find inspiration um, in all areas of creativity. So, um, with that, I have my first guests today. I have Reba Eyed. And I have Max Larkin here with me today. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Great to be here. Um, I might start with you, Reba. Yep. I've done a little bit of investigating. I do have the um, fortunate uh, placement of knowing you, um, but also I've done some little sneaky digging and I've discovered that not only are you an actor, but you have also been a singer in the past. Um, you've also been a producer, I believe. Um, you studied at NIDA. You've studied at somewhere called Mark Piper, Byron Bay Film and TV School. Yes, I did. And um, my most favourite thing so far, because I get to be involved in it, is you are one of the founders of Make Space Theatre. Yes, that is <laughs> it's correct. All, all true, all true information. Very good digging. Excellent. Um, makes me a little bit yeah, no, I'm <laughs> I just wanted to get to know you really yeah. well. Thank um, you, social media. <laughs> exactly, I pretty much just stalked you on Facebook yeah. today. Um, and mm. Max, I've done some digging on you as well, and I I also know that you are the co-founder as well of Make Space Theatre, which is very exciting. And I've also discovered um, that you are a writer, not only writing um, scripts and plays, but you have a blog called a acontemporaryblog.com. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. I do a lot of poetry and um, I'm pursuing a career in journalism as well. So any written word is what I'm into. Excellent. Lovely. And I believe you're also a journalist and producer at WTV Perth? Well, I was, yeah. You were? Yeah, yeah. That was just an internship, but, you know, you have to get out there somehow. Yeah, lovely. I guess um, so that our audience can get to know you a little bit better and I can get to know you a little bit better, um, could you maybe talk to me about where you sort of feel you fit within a creative world and why maybe you feel the need to be creative. I thought that might be nice um, each week for people to just chat generally about what types of creative people are out there and who we are and what we do and not just our creative world but our day jobs, just what makes us up as as humans. Mm. So, Reba, just tell me a little bit about yourself. So... um I think I was very, you know, I was just a creative kid in general, but I was never one who got involved in like a lot of team sport or um, was like 
super I think I was always shy as a kid so my mum put me into just a weekend drama school when I was eight years old just to get me you know into some socializing some some sort of outlet that was different to school and that's kind of where I found a love for drama um, and then kind of down the track a few years later we found a better more awesome, really, um, really fun theatre group, more local to home. And that's kind of where I fully developed my learning and um, love for theatre and acting and drama. And that was called Double Mask Youth Theatre Company. Okay. And I was with them for 10 years, so all through high school as well. Um, we would create, we would write our own musical every year. We would adapt a classic text and we did really fun things like um, laser skirmish tag but in the theatre realm or we did like street theatre on food festivals in the town or what else oh, so much else we did like Commedia dell'arte um, masks at music festivals that is a very ancient form of theatre um, probably very close to one of the most the, the most original forms they would um, wear masks and when you put that mask on, you are that character, whether you like it or not, basically. Right. Okay. And the tradition is that you cannot um, become that character. You cannot let an audience member see you put the mask on. You always have to turn your back. So it was kind of like a nice grounding to do that craft to form characterization yeah. in, in a sense because you're like, okay, I know that you always have to turn, like you always have to prepare your character in order mm. to become the character and you have to live that character so that was a nice thing to do um, but through that theatre company that's kind of how I did, became a producer like you mentioned so um, as I was older and we formed some connections we were able to make a film side of the theatre company and so I helped produce a web series um, that was fun. <laughs> what was, was the name of your web series? Was Should called, we go and check it out? Yeah, there's a YouTube channel. It's called D Mask Originals, so a little abbreviation of the double mask. Um, and the web series, oh, man, it I do remember it. It will come It to was you. like there was one called Interplanetary Recon Six. But that was just a pilot, and then the new one was Odd Universe. That's right. Okay. And there was like all these different stories linking. And if we want to go check them out, would they be on Facebook? They're or? on Facebook. They're yeah. through Double Mask Youth Theatre Company's Facebook. Actually, no, we have our own Facebook because <laughs> I set it up. <laughs> it's called D-Mask Originals. That is the name. Excellent. And it's on YouTube and Facebook. And we even have an Instagram because we're pretty fancy like that. Excellent. But that was a few years ago now. Um, and I'm over in Perth, so it's... <laughs> No, I don't think it's no longer running in New South Wales, but it was a great time. Um, yeah. And then most recently, most recently together yes. have formed Make Space Theatre Theater Company. Company. Yeah. Tell um, me more about that. All right. So I guess one of your questions, it was like, where do you get inspiration? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I guess we could definitely lead into that. One of my topics was finding inspiration for new work and ideas. So I actually... I don't want to say unfortunately, but this is how I get inspiration. I'm normally in a bit of a slump and I'm in a bit of a funk and I'm in a place in my head that I'm like, oh, I just want to do all of this stuff. And so I write it all down and then it just like, I'm just like, 
I have too much stuff that I want to do. Yeah. How am I going to do this all? And I get really overwhelmed mm. and I get to a point where I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. It's I've... too hard, but I want to do it all and there's not enough time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So this came, Make Space came from one of those moments mm. and I wrote down, I would love to start a theatre company called Make Space Theatre Company. Um, just a place that, you know, you perform theatre wherever and whenever and with original work and just calling all people that want to play and have fun. So I wrote it down, kind of didn't hide the piece of paper, but just kind of, you know, just left it on the table. And Max came home and read my idea and went, oh my gosh, let's do it. Let's do it. I was like, really? You know, are you sure? All of my ideas have written down. They never really come into fruition. But what made you want to do it, Max? Mm. Uh, I just wanted to see my work performed. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to at least get a reading, you know. Yeah. And it all worked out so well. What we're doing right now is just fantastic. So yeah. it's been amazing. I, I wouldn't have changed anything. Mm. The fact yeah. that we're doing this is just brilliant. Yeah, it's. I think often um, when you're a creative person, well, I can't speak for everybody, but I, I definitely relate to having those moments of just your brain is just full of so many ideas. But often I find I have so many ideas, but I never execute any of them because they're all so wonderful and you move mm. on to the next one and the next one and the next one. So I think it's really great that... Um, we the, finally picked one and went for it. Yeah, yeah, and not only of that, the two of you together have that sort of yeah. supportive... Um, uh, venture where you can be each other's motivation and keep each other accountable I think mm. that yeah. maybe that's a really important part of yeah. managing the creative process it definitely Absolutely. is for me I think well, yeah Reba's definitely a motivation the first yeah. script I wrote was so I could impress Reba so. oh that's so sweet yeah. tell the story uh, well just at work I don't know and um <laughs> we tell me to tell the story yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're working in the same cafe and just chatting, I didn't know Max had a thing for me. And um, he was like, oh, I'm uh, writing this uh, screenplay. And at the time I was actually doing that producing that I just told you about. I was like, oh, well, I can produce it if you want me to. And he's like, yeah, that'd be cool. And then we were able to, you know, talk about that. So that's how we kind of got to know each other a lot more. Something in common. Yeah, and then, um, I invited him to this um, short film night that I was in a film because I'd been doing some acting and so we went down there. It wasn't a date. I made sure it wasn't a date but it actually was a date. Um, Definitely a date. <laughs> and then from that night, the rest is history. Oh, that's <laughs> lovely. That's amazing. Um, another topic I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, today it was a creative mind and in particular I think it leads on from what we were talking about I find often that having a creative mind and having lots of ideas and being in this kind of industry where you're often pulled in many different directions doing many different types of work because you want to live a creative life and unfortunately that means you've got to have one job here mm -hmm. and often one job there or you know some people are working full-time um, and trying to be creative at the same time so how do you keep your mind healthy and not only just you as a human healthy but 
your creative ideas, how do you keep sort of that balance between being healthy and whole as a human and not stressed, but also keeping that creativity burning? I might start with you. Well, um, I heard this quote from Ian McKenna, which said, create your own culture. And he was talking about how when you consume a lot of culture, you sort of start to lose the ability to create your own culture. And I find when I watch and binge watch, you know, too much of The Office or too much of something, <laughs> then I sort of lose that ability to be creative. Mm. Um, so you have to do things which sort of clear your mind to be creative, I think. So, you know, after work, because I, I work as a chef, so after um, work you do something like exercise or walk the dogs or, you know, you have to break up that, break up the positioning between work life and yeah. creative life and you know you have to give yourself days and you have to stay focused um so if you have three things going on you you want to do the creative thing you just have to have an idea and go with that idea so yeah. when i write my plays i write them in three hours or four hours like i don't i don't stop when i do that and i pretty much get it all done in one go you just set the time aside and get rid of any distractions and yeah i suppose i, I might just have a cup of coffee or have a break but I always just get straight back into it. I think that's the best way to, mm. you know, I just and also staying healthy. I think you know, like exercising, like a physically. Lot. Yeah, yep. yoga is it's just fantastic. I yep. I recommend that to everybody on this planet. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. I think it really calms your mind and puts mm. you back in touch with your body and mm. connects you to yourself. Would you say then that you almost approach? Um, your writing it's almost like a work ethic I suppose that you're talking about like mm -hmm. you set the time aside and you're like this is what I'm doing I'm writing and that's it and do you find that's why you're successful or is that well, just who you are as a person well I want to define myself as a writer mm -hmm. so the only way to do that is to be a writer it's to write yeah so mm -hmm. you have to do it you can't just sit around and say I'm, I'm a writer and not do it or not put it out there like my work wasn't getting put out there so I created the Make Space, we, we created the Make Space Theatre Company yeah. and now my work is going to get out there and we're going to perform and it's yeah. just going to be amazing yeah. you know, so Steven Spielberg said if nobody's going to put on your show put it on yourself yeah I agree I so, I so agree and I think um, that's something we're going to talk about as a bit of a segue later we're gonna, I'm definitely going to come back to that and Reva, what about you, keeping a creative mind healthy and keeping your creative ideas burning and not burning out your brain? And yeah. How do you manage that? <laughs> well, I, I definitely agree on the yoga as well. Like, Max and I started doing yoga. We were doing it pretty much every day. Um, we pretty much still months, do it think, every now. day now. Yeah, we've been going yeah. really strong. <laughs> great. Doing it almost every day. And you, if we miss a day or, like, Last week we missed three days and we both got home and went, we need to do yoga. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we miss it and we, our bodies crave it now because it clears the mind. Yeah. Um, and your lungs. You can breathe. So that's one, that's one yeah. thing I do. Oxygenating. Um, that's not a word. <laughs> Sorry. It is. I think it's a word. Sorry, yeah. people. <laughs> Oxygenate. <laughs> you do oxygenate and yeah. hydrate. <laughs> Another thing would be... Because I do pretty much work full-time five days a week, um, mm. something I've recently started doing is getting back into singing lessons. Okay. So having that place to go, and just it's just half an hour, and it's just a nice place to go and do your creative outlet. Like, yeah. 
even though it's not acting well it's kind of acting in a way yeah. but you know even though it's not a specific thing it's something um and something that's opening I think, it up yeah something it. having like a place to go where you can do your creativity or even if you don't have that just like giving yourself that half an hour just being setting aside the time like max mm. said yeah um that would be the best option mm. another thing i do is i set ideas not goals so you don't say i'm going to wake up at 6 30 every morning and go for a run i say i'm going to be healthy and run and so i don't feel bad when I wake up at 6.30 and say, um, I don't want to do this. So it's like setting realistic goals. Yeah, so well, just, it's more yeah. like an idea. It's just, I just want to be healthy, so I'm going to go for a run tomorrow, but not putting these time constraints on it and making me making myself feel bad when I fail to do it. Because yeah. we all, we, none of us wants to go for a jog at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And so when I do, I'm proud of myself, but I don't mm. expect myself to do it because these high expectations are just... Yeah, but it's an Unhealthy. idea there. It's almost like an anchor that's always yeah. pulling you towards the right yeah. spot to where you want to be. But so, so my ideas are just like, I want to be a great journalist. I want to be a great playwright. I want to be yeah. all these things. And I'm not, there's, not, there's not any goals there. There's it's just, no time frame. Yeah, no time frame. It's just I need to go that way. Mm-hmm. See, I think for me, I, I sometimes I'm very much like that. And recently I watched this TED Talk. I'm sorry, I can't remember which one it was. But it was about this lady who basically looked at all the hours that are available in the week. And I don't know if this was a good idea for me to have done, but I looked at all the, <laughs> all the hours that are available in a week and I took out sleep and then I worked out how many hours were left of my life and then I wrote down all the things I would love to do, all the things I would like to dedicate time to. So I wrote down, um, you know, writing. I wrote down bettering myself at singing. I wrote down acting training. I wrote down the podcast and then I filled in all the much more boring things. I, <laughs> I put in family time, I put in friendship time, I put in um, husband time. And it's actually, I found it a really interesting exercise because I think I was so scattered in the past just trying to do everything and thinking I had all the time in the world. Mm. And all of a sudden I realised what I actually had time for and that really helped me to see where I wanted to focus my time and I think my challenge is being as structured as you are actually now that I know all the things I want to do is sitting down and doing them and not getting distracted and procrastinate and finding one thing and then being like oh what's over here Mm. I think yeah I think that's something I need to work on so I'd love any tips on that people (laughs) who are listening if there's some way that you keep yourself focused and don't flutter off everywhere which way that would be great to know um Max earlier on you were talking about I think Um, making things happen and I really like that idea and it was one of the topics I wanted to talk to about today is about this idea of like destiny or drive and I think so often we put it out there and and we say you know one day I'm going to be an actor Um, but we don't set any steps and I think um, I think what you guys are doing is really great I think the way you just approach it almost like with that work ethic and sit down and just be like I'm just going to write for the next three hours is amazing mm-hmm. but I'd love to talk to you both more about how you sort of look at your big picture goal and how do you work towards it or do you even believe that you should have to do you think actually it should just be out there as an anchor and it will eventually lead you there I don't know well you've got to work towards it of course you yeah. can't just yeah. it doesn't nothing naturally happens I don't think well, a lot of things naturally happen, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. We, we, when we do anything, we want something good to come from it, and we're hoping something good comes from this. Even just 
the fact that we're doing it is good and yes. we have to dare to be wise. Yeah. Yeah, so we have to be okay with failing and just try and learn how to do the right way. So yeah. I think there is a right method to do it, but we don't know it. Nobody really knows the right method. You have to find yeah. your own right method. Yeah. So that's what I'm going for. I'm trying yeah. to find my way yeah. to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I honestly do believe that like things happen for a reason. Mm. So if something doesn't work out, I always like to think, well, something something good will come of this or that wasn't meant to be, something else is coming but you still have to make it happen, you know, you can't just wait for it to happen. Mm. So, like, great example is we moved to Perth. That is <laughs> and a we moved big... all the way from New South Wales, drove across the Nullarbor for six, five days. Yeah, five days. To get here. Wow. And, you know, I think we, we both had creative outlets back at home, but we knew there was something bigger. So we took the plunge and now we're doing make space and you know it's like if maybe if we didn't move here that wouldn't have happened or well, we have so something much else would have happened. Back there. Exactly. We have so much family and so many friends and every day there's something new happening whereas we come out here it's sort of like It's like a retreat. Well yeah, it's like when those martial artists go into the woods for yeah. months to, you know, hone the craft. You know, we're just Perth is your woods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're living out in the hills anyway, so it's it's good. We're sort of yeah, we it's quite calm no distractions, ourselves. it's just us. Mm. We get to choose what we're doing. Mm. Mm. Don't have to babysit every day. Yeah. <laughs> That's always good. Yeah. Um, talking about uh, my next topic is every week, I'm hoping to talk about what's happening in the world of film and theatre and creative expression and camera work and artists and anything basically that you can possibly think of that might be creative. I'm hoping to talk about that. And um, this week it would be great to talk a little bit about Make Space Theatre. Um, so could you tell me a little bit more about why it was so important for you to create this and what you want it to be? And can you talk about your shows that are coming up? Yeah. I think it was really important to create this because for me... And Max, I just know that I always will need some sort of drama or <laughs> theatre or just something creative in my life. Like, once it started, it's it's almost an addiction. Like, I can't not get rid of like, I can't get rid of it, you know. Yeah. It's within me. And mm. in whatever form it will be, it will always be. Yes. Um, yeah. And that's in a good way, you know. Yeah. I feel the same way. I, yeah. I just feel this need to express myself all the time. And I'm sure it yeah. annoys people all the time. But yeah. I just always feel the need to, to be outside my body with my expressions mm. and to share that with the world. Yeah. So, yeah. Even if we have, you know, self-doubt of your talent or your qualities or just your capabilities, we'll still do it, you know. Nothing's going to stop us now. Mm. And... So we've, we've created this theatre company called Make Space. Um, it's three original plays written by the Max Larkin. Um, yeah. And I am, I'm not acting and I'll be directing this one. So my family's a bit like, oh, you're not on stage. We miss you, you know. But I kind of like being able to step back and take it from a different perspective. It's a very holistic approach um, to the company, I think being able to have that experience as an actor and um, know what they're feeling at the same mm. time. So I like that I like that fact about it. 
it's, it's just a pleasure to be able to yeah. work with like-minded people. Yeah. Mm. To have actors who want to be up on stage as well. It's like, yeah. Yeah, like it's just fantastic to come, every, you come in every week and you're excited to be there. And yeah. It's just brilliant. It's like it's like a sport or something. Yeah, you know? it's awesome. We're a yeah. team and we want to do a good job. Yeah. And even if nobody shows up, you know, I'm just going to be so pumped to see it happen. Yeah. And it's daunting because we've never done anything. Well, I've never done anything like yeah. this before, like totally producing it, getting all the lights together. Let's talk about how much work I've actually put into this. Oh, so, so much work. Guys, a few listening, um, I just want you to picture this. <laughs> we bought a stage and the stage um, it goes on the ground <laughs> and we're performing on the grass but we actually have a stage so we look professional because that's our goal we want to you know make this theatre company the best of, that it can be so this stage it's um, four meters by three meters mm-hmm. and six panels and each panel is 60 kilograms um, or heavier or heavier I'm pretty sure they're heavier like mm-hmm. we are getting guns with this thing well um, but yeah it's like the stage in itself, for some reason, it's just like, oh my gosh, that's the one factor that's like, should we even do this? But <laughs> it's pretty, you know, it just makes it real. It makes yes. it so real because we have to lift this thing and set it all up. And it's a statement. Yeah, yeah. This is happening. It's like, yeah. the stage is real, guys. That yeah. We have to do this now. Sourcing so, milk crates and milk, lighting. Stealing milk crates. No, we're not stealing. <laughs> we're not stealing. We're buying milk. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we're borrowing. And, we've, um, got, we've got like <laughs> 10 real stage lights. Yeah, and oh, we, we were only going to buy three because we sell them for $30 each or something. But we get there and, he, and we tell him that it's a not-for-profit company. And he says, oh, just take them all for 100 bucks or something. So we just take them all. So 60 nice. 60 bucks or something. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. And like, I'm pretty sure we're regular customers at Bunnings now. <laughs> yeah. We should so have one of their times. cups. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a whirlwind and I'm... I'm actually so excited. Mm. I'm very excited. We still have so much more work to do and we yeah. have a week to go. And where will your performances be? So at my work, um, the House of Honey in the Swan Valley mm-hmm. and 867 um, <laughs> Great Northern <laughs> Highway. Remember that, put it in your calendars. It's next Saturday and Sunday, the 16th and 17th of February. So it's it's actually the um, weekend of Valentine's Day, and it's actually the closing weekend of Fringe Fest. So, with that, we really cannot predict our audience numbers, um, but it only will run for one hour. It's just going to be a nice little, you know, after work, you can come and watch this show, bring a picnic blanket, bring some snacks, bring some water, and just have some fun and watch these shows and yeah. watch these shows and watch just briefly what sort of shows will we be seeing um well they all have elements of humor in it they're just aspects of life that mm. our society has been dealing with for all of time really mostly yeah okay. i think i think that's a good way to put it a little sneak peek are we are we sharing any more or is that as much as you want well, the audience the, to know there's a is synopsis a there's a synopsis on the um event page um but yeah, it's like there's one called Lizards of Gloom, which is just a funny name for a quite a um, unique and almost ridiculous play about. Uh, I had a question of that. Did you people. did you call it Lizards of Gloom because lizards shed their skin and it's almost like shedding a light? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, well, it's, <laughs> That's what it is now. That's You'll what have to come with. and watch it. It's um, it was about the name of the TV show. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. 
um, which is part of the play. Um, and then the play about a bar is sort of like a filmic style play, which is quite a uh, fast paced and humorous. And then Last Rites is a um, quite a dark play actually, but it's quite it's short as well, and it sort of looks into um, looks into what it's like to live your last moments, I suppose. And um, Charlotte's playing the prisoner. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. no one will come and see it. <laughs> <laughs> and, how, and how is it playing the prisoner? What do you reckon? Um, to be decided. I think it's still early in the process, but um, I think it may potentially be my favourite one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm really starting to grow into it. So, yeah, mm. I think it's great. Um, we're nearly at the end, but before I move on, where can we find, if we want to go and check Make Space out, where do we look for you? What are your Facebook, Facebook. Yes, details? Yeah. Facebook is Make Space Theatre Company. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook, slash, <laughs> slash Facebook. Um, that's, oh, we also have a website. Yeah, but it's wordpress.makespacetheatreco.com. Great. I think I saw it on your Facebook page today. Yeah. So I think if you start there, you could link to the website. Yes. And do you have Instagram as well? Not at the moment. We, we don't. Okay. No worries. Um, thank you so much. Um, there's a little segment left about um, every week. I'm hoping that as this show grows and blooms um, and listeners uh, become more engaged, uh, we will be able to ask answer questions that you may um, post. So I am planning to call it the Tweet Seat and to make it sound a little bit more exciting I'm just going to put a little bit of music behind the Tweet Seat. Um, Unfortunately you guys can't hear it but trust me it's amazing. Um, So being that it's a new podcast so far, um, at present I've only posted it on a page called the Perth Film Network Group for Actors and Filmmakers. And there was um, a couple of comments there, and one was um, by Jessica Heath, um, and she asked, which is something we've, we've covered a little bit about, but perhaps we can um, delve into it a couple, for a few more minutes. She asked about work-life balance with regard to the high demands of our industry and maintaining a social life. How do you guys go about that? I mean, you're blessed already with the fact that you're in a relationship and you can share, mm. make space theatre together, mm. but how do you find managing your creative life in general and also having a social life and work life and an everything else life? Well, I work three days a week, um, so I have four days to do stuff on my computer. So I study full-time as well, but online. Wow. So it's... um. So I just do them during the days and then during the night if I if anything's on I go check it out. But yeah. mostly my f- friends are at my work because I work at a really cool place called Feral Brewing Company. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah. And um, everyone there is totally rad. <laughs> awesome. That's yeah. always good if you can socialise at work. Yeah. I think I I often hear with you know, when I run along to things or if I'm involved in projects and I get talking to people I haven't met before, I definitely have sensed a theme of finding it hard to connect I think um, and I think depending on what age group you're in as well it can sort of as you get older I think it becomes more and more hard to like sort of maintain that social life with limited time um, but I don't know if you experience that at all yourself or do you find um so I don't know I, I'm a bit the same like my my friends are kind of at work so we all get along really lovely and mm. that's that's where all like 
we're not chit-chatting all day because we're working of course but we're having a good time um, so that's a nice social balance for me personally um, and then I guess like I like to stay in the loop of the theatre and film network via social media so like I'm super excited that Wicked's coming to the Gold Coast. I'm super excited that Matilda the Musical is moving to Melbourne. I'm mm. super excited that there's all these major films being filmed here in Perth, which mm. is really phenomenal. So I, I like to stay in the loop with that. Like I don't really go to too much um, networking nights that are held because I'll probably be working. So that's kind of how I do it. It seems yeah. that both of you are sort of combining your lives, I think, and that's yeah. how you're able to like time manage it, mm. um, which is an interesting approach, but perhaps that's something we can delve into maybe on another show and mm. have a chat about that a little bit more, about um, maybe other people that are struggling and what they do and what their techniques are, and maybe there are ways that we can connect you to people in Perth if you are someone that's listening and you're looking for some like-minded people to meet. Um, now I'm very aware that we're getting towards the 32 minute mark and I've always promised that these will be under 30 minutes so <laughs> it definitely is time to wrap up but thank you both so much for helping me and, and coming on and being such amazing guests on my very first podcast. It's been absolutely amazing having you. Thank you so much. Um, listeners, if you are wanting to connect with the show, um, you can find us on Twitter. Um, you just type in at dramatic underscore post. You can find us on Instagram at post dramatic stress pod. And you can find us via email if you're wanting to chat to us. Please chat to me. Um, <laughs> via posttraumaticstresspod at gmail.com. So um, thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you're watching on Facebook um, and we're live, I really apologise for my very disjointed start. I promise things will get smoother and much better as we go along. And I'm planning to upload these once a week, preferably Wednesdays. Um, so thank you so much and good night. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for listening to Post Dramatic Stress. To connect with us or to register to come on the podcast, visit us at www.lettingcharlotteout.com or email us via postdramaticstresspod at gmail.com. <laughs>